Welcome to track number 16 of Australia 1000 Camp. Alright. Now, we beheld the glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Amen. Now, if we are going to become what God wants us to become, we are going to have to have both the truth and grace. The truth alone will kill us. The truth about you or the truth about me alone, then we can't be preachers. But truth with grace will make Pastor Paul a preacher, will make Harrison a preacher. We'll make Gamal a preacher. We'll make Kalusha a preacher. We'll make Ora. It's truth with grace. You are bad boys. You are sinners. But the grace of God, in addition to the truth, has made you preachers. And many more of you are going to become preachers. Because it's not just the truth about how bad you are or where. But truth and grace. Jesus, the devil brings only truth. But Jesus brings truth and grace. Oh yeah. When you see somebody who comes with only truth, it's not from God. How many of you here have told a lie before? Do you know that liars will not go to heaven? So you see, all of you are out in heaven. Not even about being pastors. You are out. You are out. Just with, I've just only asked one question. I can ask three more questions. And you see. How many have hated somebody before? I'm looking. You hated somebody before? Bible said that he that hated his brother is a murderer. Murderers? Murderers are not going to heaven. How many have committed fornication before. I'm looking. Hey! Fornication. Let me see if there's somebody. Raise your hand again. Let me see if there's somebody who is not raising his hand. Huh? Do you know? Do you know the Bible says if you look at somebody to last after the person with your eyes, you have already... Already. There is not even one person here who is free from that problem. You don't have to even take off your belt. You don't have to even start zipping. Zipping down. It's not about removing your belt. Some of you, you come to church, you look at the pastor, you start fornicating. She was my husband. So now, what do we have in the church? We have liars, murderers, fornicators. How many have stolen something before? Raise your hand. I need to see your hand clear. You've stolen something before. 
fish in the pot. Yeah. Meat in the stew. You left only bones. You left only bones. You took all the meat out. And there was only bones left in the soup. He said, you are not a thief. So now I've got here a group. An Australian group of liars, thieves, fornicators, and murderers. That's the truth. Honestly, it's, the, it is not, it's not allegorical. It's real. That's the truth. So truth alone will wipe everybody out. So truth and grace is what Jesus came with. That's how you are here. That's why we are all here. So through truth and grace, we all can serve. And that's, why, that's how can somebody like you can be a pastor. Here's that you can be a preacher. People, you may be preaching one day, one of your former boyfriends may look and say, Oh, no, 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 it's not possible. Not possible. She cannot be a preacher. She cannot be a preacher. And you say, yeah, it's true, but there was grace as well. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved, that saved a wretch like me. I was, was lost, but
you are going to hell. There's no way for you. Then, an amazing grace appears from nowhere. <laughs> That's why the man sang, Amazing grace. How sweet the sound. That said a wretch, a wretched man like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. Amazing grace. Truth and grace came by Jesus. And through truth and grace, more than 1,000 people will be admitted into this church. In the coming years, you are going to see over one time. You will see them physically sitting there. And they will be sitting and say, one, two, three, people say, ah, we cannot count these people. How can it be possible? Because truth and grace is going to be preached. And many of you are going to serve God in a better and a stronger way. And, and even though it's true that you've done mistakes, you've sinned, you did, there's grace now. Grace, there's grace, there's grace. Amazing grace is going to use somebody like you. Some of you, you even, you even know you are not worthy to be married. I mean, you shouldn't be somebody's wife or somebody's husband. You are so some way. You get it. But amazing grace is going to give you a husband. Amazing grace is going to give you a wife. Amazing grace is going to help you in your life. Because grace and truth are coming to you. In Jesus' name. Lift your hand and thank God for amazing grace. What a blessing. Lord, we have in you for this wonderful and amazing grace. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this amazing grace. We love you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right, all right, all right. Sit down, sit down. Now, John chapter 1 and verse 15, we're carrying on. Our theme is a thousand people in Australia. Mega church in Australia. Amen. Okay, okay, good, good. Now, John bare witness of him and cried, saying, This is he of whom I speak. He that cometh after me is preferred before me, because... He was before me. Amen. Amen. You've you got to be careful with people who were there before you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Do you understand? Yes. You've got to be careful with people who were there before you were there. Amen. Amen. What? He's preferred before me. He's preferred because... He was before me. So any pastor, any man of God who is there before you, before us, you've you got to be careful and handle them carefully. And John knew that. And that is why he said, Jesus was there even before me. That's why he's above me. Amen? So sometimes you may not know where somebody comes from, but even before you came out on the scene, the person was there. That's why I always very careful with people who've been there before. You see, like those of you who I call you foundational members in this church. Do you understand? Don't spoil that thing. Because you are special because you were there at the beginning. You were there before the thousand people come. It's true. 
Recently, one of our pastors in uh, Zurich, he died. He had a heart attack, I think. And uh, he just came from work. He was standing in the kitchen and then he just fell down. And he was gone. Now, when I heard about it, I said, no. I have to go. I was, I was in another part of the world which had nothing to do with going to Zurich. But I decided I'll go. Because you see, when I was going to start the church in Zurich, I knew nobody except him. I didn't even know one person. And I went to him and I stayed in his house. I slept on the same bed with him. And he, had a, he had a little room, apartment, a one-room bed set. So he had only one bed. And I slept on a bed with him. Before the next day, he took me to another place where I would be. You know, he was a very important foundational member. Before all the church members ever came into the church. Hundreds of them. He was there. You see, look at the scripture. He is preferred before, for he was before me. I didn't say it. If you want to be angry with somebody... You, you have to be angry with Jesus. I don't write these things. Do you understand? Tell somebody, he's not the one who wrote these things. So, yeah. He is preferred. And if we read even another version, let's see what another version says. Huh. It's interesting. Verse 15. John testified about him when, when he shouted. This is the New Living Testament. New Living Bible. John testified about him when he shouted to the crowds. The same verse that is up there. This is the one I was talking about when I said, Someone is coming after me who is far greater than I am, for he existed long before me. Ah, oh, you got something there. He existed long before me. Amen. What do you think? Is it fantastic? So when you've existed before others, you must know that you have a special role. So this brother who died, his name was Charles, I flew from America just for his funeral. Me, my culture, I don't believe in funeral going to funerals too much. Because in Ghana the number one social event is funerals. It's a social event. They go all the time. They have this. I don't have that culture and I don't attend funerals unless it is important. But for this brother I flew. I said I will officiate this. And at his funeral I honored him and I thanked him for helping us to come. But before he died there were some guys who went to see him. They wrote a letter against me to fight me and they went to see him just some weeks before he died and they wanted him to join to fight against me and he said no I cannot do this if he had he would have been the fifth person who wrote a certain letter to me I have the letter 
telling me all kinds of things. Four of my pastors, all of them left the church. Became top haters of me. But they wanted to add him. And he said, no, 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 no. I cannot. You see, in one moment, he, that's what I, that's, you remember when I started preaching, I said, not knowing, we didn't have that long. Yeah. When I started this camp, I started by saying, not knowing, it was just a, some short thing we were doing. So before you realize, this short thing that we are doing, you scrambled it and just died. A foolish death for nothing. Also, you may think, oh, I'm going to be 50, I'm going to be 100, I'm going to be 70. Not knowing that it was just, this was even the last year. <laughs> they came to see me with a letter. Facing me. Huh? People that I made pastors. They wanted him to join. So don't, 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 don't make that mistake. Henry. Because before we came to Australia, did I not call you? Did you not call me? Before we even came here, oh, I'm wrong. Yeah. So don't have to join any mistake and suddenly confuse the rest of the issues. Because you are special already. Because you are part of a foundation. So don't be led astray. And remember, it says, the one coming has surpassed me. All the people who are going to come in the future, you surpass them when you exist before them. You know, my two assistants that I have in my life, Bishop Saki, Bishop Eddie, one day I had a pastor who came, and after he was in the church for some time, he decided to shoot off like a shooting star. And when he shot off as a shooting star, have you read Tintin and the shooting star? Yeah, just like that. When he got off as a shooting star, I heard a comment that he made. He said, you know, in Lighthouse, you cannot rise above those who were there before you. So I didn't understand what he was saying. Because you can rise above people who are there before you. In our church, we don't go by, uh, uh, I was here, so whatever. Sometimes somebody is, it was not there and he came and he can go high. I mean, the, the, we don't have it just like that. But your importance, you know, or your preeminence, it's also, there's also a very important part that comes from how long you've been around when you came. So this guy said, oh, you know, when you come, you come. And there were only two people there, Bishop Eddie and Bishop. And I wonder, ah, you want to displace them. People who have been with me even before the church was called Lighthouse Chapel International. When the church was called KCC. Do you know KCC? Called Lebu Christian Center. People who have been with me when I was in a group called Calvary Road. People who have been with me and have struggled with me, seeing me get a beloved. When I did not even have a beloved, the person who I used to sit down, I used to sit down with him, Bishop Eddie, in the night, instead of learning, I, was, I would be sitting with him at 2 a.m. We are discussing whether I should marry Adelaide Baden. Yeah. Do you know Adelaide Baden? Yeah, my wife. <laughs> yeah, we're discussing, analyzing. So what do you think? What do you think? This and that and so. And he became, an, I mean, we were discussing, analyzing. Sometimes he would go there, he would come, and we would discuss it. What do you think? What do you think? You have to discuss this practically. Because you never know, maybe you are going to get a snake. <laughs> One day, 
a certain brother got married to a certain sister. On the first night, her tiger qualities came out. She took the wedding ring and she threw it down. She said, I'm not going to have any of that. So when the brother came back from his wedding, he called his associate pastor. He said, man, it seems I got the wrong one. (laughs) Hey! I got the wrong one. It seems I chose the wrong thing. She threw the ring down. She said, I'm not going to have any of this. What kind of girl is this? <laughs> I tell you, all my stories are real. These are real things. If it's not a real story, I'll tell you that. Oh, a wolf and a fox and something, I'll tell you that. These are real. <laughs> so I was discussing with Bishop Eddie. These are my friends. Now you say you want to rise above them. I don't understand you. So I'm just explaining that. Look, when you've been around for a long time, you are important. To me, at least, you are important. Why don't you want to remain important? Oh, you don't get what I'm saying. You get it? It's very important. So, you must, you must have that heart. Some of you came, I gave you a name. It was not your name. I gave you a name. Huh? You see, people don't seem to remember things. Even before you realize you are being called something by your name after a false prophet. <laughs> Every time they call you, they call you false prophet, false prophet. Oh. Is this not wonderful? So try hard to know that God has given me some importance in certain things because I was there at a certain point. It's like a first wife and a second wife. That comes after maybe the death of another wife. You may be nice and everything, but you can never be the first. It's a difficult position to take. If you don't have a strong woman, you cannot sit in that chair. Every time your husband tells you, I love you, you say, you don't really love me. You love your first wife. <laughs> you just married me because you need it. Oh. It can easily not be easy. So, don't forget who is important. So those of you here, you are all here in the front row. Henry and others. Huh? Stay well in your position. Don't let anything take you off. Otherwise, you turn into our cursed children. Whereas you are blessed children. But if you didn't do anything, at least you were there and you helped to start. Whatever will come out of Australia in the future, you are part of it. You, he, you, the one come, he, he has surpassed. He is great. Whatever is surpassed means because he existed before the others. So those of you who have just come, it's nice to have you. But there are people, you know, they were there when you were not there. When you were waving in the world, fooling around. Yeah. I was telling one lady who's come to work in the, in the church, I was telling her, it's nice you're around, but you can never compare to some of the people that are with me. 
that were with me and they stayed with me at the very beginning. They have been helping me. I like you and everything, but you will never be them. Yeah, they were there. And they are my favorites. My favorites are the first people. They are special. I don't have everybody has favorites. I want to be honest with you. I also have some. Oh. Is it paining you? All right, all right, all right, all right. Good, good. Now, let's go down. What are we talking about? Thousand people in Australia. We need the Holy Spirit. We need the Word, isn't it? We need what? Grace and truth. Amen. Now, where are we? Verse 16. Of His fullness, we have all received grace for grace. Amen. Now, oh, we've read that already. No. We need the fullness of what God has for us. Amen. Rebecca, you don't have any books here? You didn't bring any books? You do? Are they far away? Oh, right here. Bring, bring. Bring a few. Just some samples. My darling, put on the, another version. Yeah. How many know that you can receive of the emptiness? Or you can receive of the fullness? People who have had children, okay, they know this thing. That when you have two breasts, and you are breastfeeding. One of them can be full. And one can be empty. Amen. Amen. And the baby would prefer to receive of the full one. Because that one you just touch and the milk is coming. Is that all you have? You got a pack? No, no, I just want a few to show. Okay, no problem. I'll do with that. What? Now, she gave me only three. But I've written many more than three. Now, thank you, my dear. Just hang on. Aha, uh-huh, you got some books there. Oh, yeah, brain. Now, many of us are receiving not the fullness. Are you listening? Are you there? You can get much more. What did he say? If we are going to be blessed and have a thousand members in Australia, we have to receive the full package. What do you think? You see, like, for everybody, you can benefit much, much more. That's why I don't mind telling people what I'm reading what I'm doing I'll tell you, look you read this book but people just read it, they don't get the fullness of it that is why we get different results 
I can show you where I re- what I read. But you won't get what I got. Because you don't take up the fullness. The full thing. You take part of it. Like those girls who were studying anatomy. Where are you now? The nurses. One. Who is the other one? Two. Who is the third one? You. You didn't take up the fullness of anatomy. You just took a part of anatomy. Even I did not take up the fullness of anatomy because after medical school there is another group that comes and does anatomy again. Uh, masters. You can do masters in anatomy. And you can do PhD in anatomy. Yeah. Can you imagine? What again? There is more. And there's even special neuroanatomy, this anatomy, that anatomy, specializing in just anatomy. So what I'm trying to say is you need to take in more. Now, if only Rebecca would give me more books, I would be able to show you. Take this, look at this book for example, Tithing. This book is actually a book, you see, on prosperity. It gives the principles of prosperity. Not just to make you pay tithes. But the Lord told me to write a book on tithing. That's why I wrote it. And I wrote it this way. But it reveals great principles of prosperity. When I wrote this book, I became so happy to understand some truths that I had never really known were so powerful. This one. Why non-tithing Christians become poor and how tithing Christians can become rich. And I have evidence to prove it. It's in the book. So some of you, you got more books? Glory to God. You see how many books I have? Rebecca is giving me some more. Wow. Okay, no more books, no more books, thank you. I've received of your fullness now. Think about that. Look at this book here, The Art of Shepherding. Those of you who listen to the internet, you see, it's a very nice book. And it's a, it's a thing which does a lot of things. Man! Man! 200 and what? 50 some. How many pages is this? 200 and something pages! Of stuff. Pastor have you received of this fullness? You got a copy, but you see, you haven't drank it. You get it. So that's how come you, 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 you not get into a certain level. Because you've not received of the fullness. You just received drips and drops. What do you think? You see this Coke? I am going to drink it. But I'm not going to receive of the fullness. I I rarely drink. I do sometimes a whole coke because I don't want to receive of the fullness. That's all I need. I've got enough cocaine. This has cocaine, sugar, everything that I need, coffee, enough. To keep me going. Do you get it? But those who receive of the fullness, a whole bottle of this sugar, 
It's about 10 cubes or 15 cubes of sugar. Obviously, your bonbons are going to get bigger. Now, you see, you may say I'm being vulgar, but you see, I'm not being vulgar. I'm being practical. And the practical... You see, when, you, when I can preach in a mystical way, and I can say your gluteus maximus will enlarge... You, you don't know what is gluteus maximus? Gluteus maximus is the muscle that is at the back here. Not the gluteus maximus. Gluteus maximus. It's a muscle. Are you there? Or you're going home? So my brother, the more you can receive. So I want you people to decide, I'm going to receive of the fullness. What is there? What else is there to receive? There's so much to receive. And if you listen to me, you even hear me showing you. Listen to that. Read, read this. Very few people have written as many on as many different issues. Amen. Amen. As I have. Many are called. Scripture and a little writing. How many want to be successful? You sure you want to be successful? As successful as David? The Bible says David died. He was full of riches. He was full of age. He was full of honor. Do you want to die full of riches? Are you sure? Most people die broke. Already you are very active and you are broke. How much more when you are old? <laughs> I mean, have you thought about it? Now you are broke and then then. You haven't received of this. These are principles I've used to become... I'm successful. I'm successful. I'm successful in ministry. I'm successful financially. In many different ways. So I'm trying to share something with you. I'm not trying to keep it. You know, one pastor was saying... He was talking to some other ministers and he was saying... The guys were discussing. He said, Duck in what mills? Duck in what mills? What, what, what? What, 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 what strategies is he using? Dake what mills? When they don't like me, that's how they Dake what mills? What strategies is he using? And the guy said, You know something, Dak? Everything he has written it in his books. He said, If only you will be humble to read it. What he does and how he does, he's written it. Whereas a lot of people didn't write it. I wrote it. Yeah. And you don't receive it. And you wonder. Every day, you see, you should all have one of these little books or a book in your toilet. You should have a modern toilet. A toilet has books in it by the pot. You should have, if you don't have a little table, put the books on the floor with a Bible. Now, you, every time you go there, you read something. You don't have to read much. Just something to chew on. Amen. And those of you who go for long stay, you have a book that can keep you busy. For as long as you are there. It's one of the quietest moments of your life. 
Don't take your phone into the toilet. Leave your phone out and go and you have a book there. Did you hear me? You see, people don't like us to be practical. I'm telling you something realistic. The word is being made flesh. Loyalty and disloyalty. How many thought you knew it? And I preached about it yesterday, isn't it? You realize that you didn't really know it in that way, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Loyalty and disloyalty. Wow. I want you to receive of the fullness. How many realize that the fullness is not really what you are getting, isn't it? You are just getting a little drop. Drips and drops. Like how I drink my coke. Everybody watch me. I'm going to drink. Just it. Can you see? Can you see? This is what some of you do. It's still full. Because very little has entered me of this poison. Hey! I cannot drink much of this. So I don't drink of its fullness. I just have a little drop. And some of you, you are treating the books like poison. Like how I'm treating the cook. It's just a drip, a drop. Pastor, we come and tell us about the pastor in Kenya who never met me and he found, yeah, I don't know what his name is. Give him a mic. There was a pastor, there's a pastor in Kenya called Pastor Tom. I think he started his church about four years ago. And uh, he got a copy of the mega church. He got only one book. And he and his wife read it together. They took all the steps in the book. In fact, they said they didn't pray any other prayers apart from the prayers that are listed in the book. And now he has almost a thousand members. It's one of the fastest, probably the fastest growing church I have ever seen in Nairobi. He's so grateful. And after that, now he counts for the books. He has a makane, counts for the materials. Is it a lighthouse church? It's not a lighthouse church. Hey! It's not a lighthouse. It's not a lighthouse church. Is he allowed to pray to the Holy Spirit? <laughs> it's a lighthouse church. And he's so grateful and so thankful. He doesn't, he doesn't read it. A lot of other material, just your material. Yeah. Is he allowed to pray to the Holy Spirit? Yeah. And I've discovered another guy called Pastor Jimmy. He now has about 500 members, the one who came for ISI. Sometimes he beats me to the internet. By the time he'll call me, have you heard what is By the time I'm downloading, I'll finish downloading. (laughs) He's always listening, he's always on the net. And he's not in my house. Is he allowed to pray to the Holy Spirit? Bishop. (laughs) Is it not fantastic? Somebody will be sitting somewhere and say you are not allowed to pray to the Holy Spirit. Uh, Idiotic, Bishop. Idiotic. Wow. And you said that's the only thing that he... He always says that his material is just this material he's been coming from from the bookshop. Mm. He comes, he please, what is available? What is there? There's something new. Always working in the bookshop. And he has a thousand members. A thousand members. And you, you have 32 members. 
and you say you are not allowed to pray to the Holy Spirit, your mouth like a frog. Somebody with a thousand members has got enough wisdom to know that I better download this thing. And you understand now? You see, and those of you pastors, in the morning I was asking you, you don't, wait, I say, you don't know Eremos? You know Eremos? Do you know Eremos? Do you know Eremos? You don't know Eremos. But there's somebody in Kenya who's got a thousand members who will know according to what this man is. He will know Eremos. You have not heard of Eremos. It's something that was preached on the internet. If you're a pastor, you go on the, you go on the internet in life. How often? Huh? Often. How about you? Not that often. How about you? Yeah, often. Often, often, but you don't go to your father's own website that you are not of to see Eremos, to listen to it. It's a, it's a message. It's a Greek word like anakazo. That is Eremos. That is what, it's not a, a drink or a food. A food. It is a, it's a Greek word. You are pastors. So how many members are in your church? Fifty. And you have how many members? You are in your sister. And you have how many people? Thirty. 30 people. You see why you have 30? Somebody has 1,000. He's soaking in. He's not saying that the Holy Spirit is not allowed to lead us. He wants to read. The Holy Spirit is leading him to read the book. The Holy Spirit is leading him to listen. So those of you who are going to become pastors, don't follow this example of these three gentlemen here. Don't follow that example. Yeah, it's a bad example. Yeah. It's a good example of a bad example. But I know they are going to repent from today. Yeah. And and when I when I see when I see you, I will immediately know how much and you see that the life will come into you. You will see that your ministry will improve. The people that are with you, they will become times ten. You see they say, Why are they coming now? Because you are connected to you said Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branch. If you abide in me, Without me, you can do nothing. It's the same principle. Jesus, the head, vine, there's a branch, another branch, another branch, another. But where you are connected, you have to keep being connected. As soon as you disconnect, the phloem and the xylem from the roots stop coming to you. Do you know phloem and xylem? Huh? Do you know phloem and xylem? You. Do you know phloem and xylem? Do you know phloem and xylem? Yeah. What is phloem and xylem? It's, it's in a plant. It's a... It's it's in a plant. It's not a message. Flow and you see, because you didn't know Eremos, you thought Floem and Xylem was also a message. You were afraid. It's biology. It's botany. He also thought that was one of the messages. Eremos and Floem and Xylem. It's a message was preached after Eremos, then we have Floem and Xylem. <laughs> it is the, the thing that flows in the plants from the roots to the leaves. You see, and that Floem and Xylem is flowing. That's why it's called flow. Xyle. Xylem. Flowing. And so as it flows, you get it. When you break a branch or disconnect, there is a disconnection and your food supply goes off. Alright? Are you listening to me? Oh, of his fullness. Oh, look at this small. I drank just a drop of it. That's why I'm the size that I am. Because I, I try not to drink too much of this. I mean, it's not really the reason. I'm sure it's 
genetic. But you know when you are not overweight, it's just the grace of God. Like Billy Graham said, you know, he only ever put on weight maximum of three kilos or three kilos below or three kilos above. Always around the same. It's by grace. Yeah. So sometimes but the genetics also sometimes don't let you like sugar things. Yeah. Can you imagine I go to drink now? Saving myself. I don't want it. And many of us, you are getting something from the church, but very small fraction of what you could have gotten. Louisa, have you had a lot of cooks? (laughs) Of his fullness, have you received? Then you'll be receiving the fullness of the coast. Yes, Michelle. (laughs) And that's why you can see it in Louisa that of the fullness of the coast, she's mightier than me. It's true. So if you if you receive of the fullness, I mean, some of you can eat a whole loaf of bread. Is it true or it's not true? Yeah, whole bread like this. You see that? Oh, I wish some of more pastors would receive of the fullness. Yeah. You know, when I look at Benny Hinn, you know, Benny Hinn, one day I was listening to him. I, my wife was passing by. And she, she, she was not understanding what I was listening to. You know. She didn't understand it. And I realized that I was understanding it. I was receiving of the fullness. But she was not understanding what he was saying. But Benny Hinn, it's difficult to understand what he's saying. Complex. He, he doesn't use New Testament verses. Leviticus, Job, Psalms, Exodus. These are the verses that he uses. Now me, I can soak him and soak him and soak. I, I become so upset. What type of wonderful thing is this? See, that, that's how come I'm affected to enter miracle ministry. Because I can receive of Benihim that in a way that many of you just receive a job. You just see him healing. I am the Lord that healed thee. And then that's all. You don't receive much of him. Just a drop, a drop like that. But I'll be soaking it in. Soaking. I have some messages of his. I can listen from morning to evening. Morning to evening. Morning to evening. Morning. It's just too fantastic for me. I love it. I'm receiving of his fullness. That's how come I get into the uh, miracle ministry. I got into a miracle with true Benny Hinn. I cannot lie to you. I'm not self-made. I have to receive of the fullness of something before I can become something. Are you listening to me? Amen. Wow. All right. All right. Okay. Are you tired? You have more strength? Today is a long one. We are going till the morning. Yeah. From here straight, I go to airports. So, you have to be here till I check in. <laughs> if I've not checked in, you cannot go. <sighs> All right, we are in John. 
Verse 17. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Verse 18. No man has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, He has declared Him. And this is the record of John, when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask Him, Who art thou? And He confessed and denied not, but confessed, I am not the Christ. (laughs) Do you see? Many pastors don't want to tell the truth. That's why he says he confessed. <laughs> yeah, it's like he confessed. Look, let, let me just tell you the truth. <laughs> the truth is that, look, it's not, it's not me. You know, it's not my ministry. I, I have to tell you the truth. He confessed and denied not. Wives, you must confess and deny not that you are not the head. No, no, I'm not the head. He is in charge. Woman, when you lead your husband, okay, you think you are getting a breakthrough, but in the end, you demasculinize your husband. Somebody was telling me the other day that during the slave trade, the men, the white men slept with the, took the black ladies, slept with them. And have children. That's why the color of African Americans is light. It's because they are mostly half, um, half black. And um, he said because of that, a lot of the men became homosexuals because they were their women were taken away. Yeah. So s- sometimes. You, 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 you realize that you, sometimes you realize that the absence are you there? Yeah. when you demasculinize your man you don't allow him to be a man like during the slave trade they don't allow the men to be men it, it will have an effect on the man and the man is like a woman and you will not get what you should have got from the man so be careful ladies as you think you are equally strong you are strong very strong the strongest so far you got to be careful because you think you are strong you say I'm a strong woman very strong the strongest so far have you watched Rambo when you watch Rambo you see that you are strong very strong the strongest so far I think the ladies are falling in love with me as I preach about these things, isn't it? <laughs> ladies, isn't it? I'm telling you the truth. You know that. I, you know I like you. you know I like you. Yeah, but it's true. What I'm saying is true. Don't demasculinize your husband. Make him into a woman, a woman man. He cannot lead. He cannot decide. He cannot command because you are the commander. Yeah. You are the de facto head. You are the insidious leader. You are the incipient leader. You are the behind the scenes governor. The governor general. When we sit with your husband, we decide something simple 
and he goes home and he comes. His mind is now completely different from when we had the meeting. Just because he came home and saw you and you asked three questions and you made four comments. And that was the end of the former decision that you took. Hey! Are you there? He confessed and denied not. But confessed, I am not. I am not. I am not the head. He confessed. See, because it's almost like an admission. That's why I said, it is not your church. Don't say it is my church. My church. Your what? Better confess to the people on Sundays. When you go, better go and come. Don't deny. Confess to them that. This is not my church. It's not my church. I've just been sent here. The founder of the church, Bishop Dyke, he made this is his ministry. And we are all apart. I have to confess. In fact, all this time you have not known, but I want to confess. Not my church. If I'm leading you astray, please don't follow me. I'm a very bad person. Don't trust me if I'm leading you astray. I'm not. I have to confess. Forgiveness made easy. I wish you would receive of the fullness. How you and I need to forgive. When you forgive, you're going to have a new life. Forgive and forget. You need to forgive and forget. Huh? Forgive and forget. Forgive. That's why I wrote this book. Forgiveness made easy. Ladies, you need to forgive even more. Some of you, you have fish hook hearts. Do you know what is a fish hook heart? You know what a fish hook stomach? The, the, the stomach, there are two types of, three types, but there's a J shape. And then there's a fish who's long. Stomach is long and down like that. And these are the people that they eat and eat and you don't know where the food goes. It's very slim person. He's eating, the food is going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's not changing. And some people, they have fish hook hearts. The things in your heart, bitterness, wickedness. Sometimes you marry a man and he will pay for the sins of Jack Toronto, who was your former boyfriend. And what Jack Toronto did to you, you have never forgotten in any future man will pay the price for the sins of Jack Toronto. Meanwhile, Jack Toronto is gone. He's happily married somewhere. And you are making this new Rambo 3 pay for the sins of Jack Toronto. So this book is a good... I wish you receive of it, of the fullness. Forgiveness made easy. Oh, Opportunities. I wish you read it. Frugality. You become rich. Frugality is one of my greatest secrets to becoming rich. For this word frugality. Frugal is a key to being rich. If you want to be rich, you see, when God promised in this book, tithing, when God promised He was going to bless them for paying tithe, He didn't say He would increase their income. He said, I will rebuke the devourer. In other words, I will stop the going out 
of your money. Riches come by preventing money from going and not from getting more. And that's what people don't know. You stop the money from going away from you rather than trying to get more. So for me in my life, I have very little money to, very little to spend. I don't have anything to buy. Because the shoes that I have bought will last until they give up the ghost. Unlike you who need to have red, blue, white, green, one for this, one for that one. That's why you don't have money. You are always going to buy shopping. When I was in Adelaide, the man said, Oh, I want you to go shopping. Do you want to go? I said, Me shopping? I have nothing to buy. I have nothing to buy. There's nothing that I need. I don't have, don't have anywhere to go. I just stay in the hotel. When it's time, come and pick me. That's why you don't have money. It's not because you don't have income. You have devourers and snakes and serpents that are eating all that you have. I wish you would receive of the fullness. Oh, you would have so much more money. Huh? You don't believe me? Stages of disloyalty. Wow. Why loyalty? The words of Jesus. I have so many things. You'll be blessed by it. The words of Jesus. If somebody has written a book on the words of Jesus. Oh. If only I could. Is somebody heating us up? Because I sense some heat. Alright. Don't go and confess. Amen. That the church is not for you. (laughs) Okay. What verse are we on? You want a short break? I give you a short break. Wait, wait, wait. Hey. There are 51 verses. And we have done only 20. <laughs> and they asked him, What then? Are thou Elias? And he said, I am not. Are thou the prophet? He said, No. And they said, Who are you? That we may give an answer. To them that sent us. What sayest thou of thyself? Ask your neighbor, what sayest thou of thyself? Yeah, what do you say of yourself? Who are you? Do you get it? You must say something good, something right and proper about yourself. He said, I'm the voice of the one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as said the prophet. And they which were sent of the Pharisees, and they asked him, saying, Why baptizest thou then, if thou not be Christ or Elias? And he said, I baptize with water, but there standeth one among you, whom ye know not. He it is who cometh after me. He is preferred before me, whose shoes latched I am not worthy to unloose. Amen. Are you there? These things were done in Bethabara, beyond Jordan, where John was baptizing. Amen. Alright? What do you think? Okay? So you can see the same themes. He is better than me because he was there before me. This and that. Shoes latched. I am not him. I am just someone who is bearing tidings. Amen. And all of us must have that idea and that mind. Amen. 
there's going to be a great blessing when we see that reality and flow in the things of the Lord. Amen. All right, all right. Let's take a break. But before we take a break, let's take an offering. What time is lunch? Is there lunch? No lunch. There's lunch at what time? 12.30. Oh, so it's lunch time. Wow. How many are ready to eat? Glory to God. Okay. Can we watch a video in the daylight? Will we see? Or we have to wait till it's dark? It looks quite bright. Have you brought your offering for Healing Jesus Crusade? Or is your offering for my ticket? <laughs> they are different things. Which one have you brought? How many are going to help to pay for my ticket? Only two of you. I don't want to deceive you and tell you when, I, when you give $20, some 20 will happen to you. Or when you give $32, some 33, 32 is going to happen. Look, we are taking an offering to help Healing Jesus Crusade. Everything you give in this uh, camp is going to Healing Jesus Crusade account. I'm not taking it with me to check in. What do you think? Okay. I cannot use your Australian money where I'm coming from. So just give and the Lord will bless you. Amen? Amen. What do you think? Take out an offering. I want us to give an offering. We give another offering. But How many brought your $100 seed? For healing Jesus crusade. You brought it. Okay. Most of you didn't. But how many. Huh? After the break. Okay. But uh, let us give a good offering anyway. To help to buy the tickets. And your healing Jesus offering. Will also be used for the ticket. If this one doesn't get enough. <laughs> In other words, I'm trying to say, give a good offering. In other words, I'm saying, don't just take two, 50 cents or $2, you know. Because, you know, if we were in a church, I'd have preached for 40 minutes and then you take an offering and we go home. Right? I'm preaching and preaching and preaching and preaching and preaching and preaching for hours. You get it? So it's like about so many, many, many Sunday services together. That's why we have it at camp, to make the most of the time. Amen. And today we are going till check-in time. Hey, Shabaya. So I need you to open your heart and give generously. You see, don't be some way when it comes to money. Look, everybody, I'm going to give you some homework. Eh? When I go, this book, let this book be your favorite book. Put it in your toilet. And just read, don't read from the beginning. Just open anywhere like this. Just open like this. And read. 
wherever you open. Don't try to read books from the beginning. That's why you never read. When you try to read a book from the beginning, you'll be tired by page 3. And you look and say, I'm on page 3. Man, what am I going to get to the end of this book? So don't, don't bother with trying page 1. Just op- I, I just open it. Any book I have, I just open. Ready? Steady? Ah. Look at what I got. Some of your seeds will never develop. Hey! <laughs> and, and you'll be blessed. Mercy. You see, you, it will take you a long time to get to that. Some of your seats will never do that. So when you open, you start to say, just that little part will be a small revelation for you to chew on for the day. When you come back again, you go to that toilet again, and you'll be there. Wherever you sit to relax. One day I wanted to develop my Bible reading, so I decided that anywhere I sit at home, I should have a Bible that when I do this, I touch a Bible. Yeah, where I do this, I should start. Different, different Bibles. Here, I should have Bible here, Bible here. Everywhere I sit or I lie, there should be a Bible. And it helped me to read the Bible more because in that moment when you are sitting down for a few seconds, when you touch, what do you have? A Bible. So instead of waiting and having one Bible, I have many, many, many Bibles. I have Bibles everywhere. Wow. Is it a powerful thing? Is it exciting? Is it good? Very good. So take out your offering. And Did you get a good offering out? No. You want to go and get some money. Huh? Swipe. Who is the swiper? Rebecca is a swiping expert right here. So write on your, let's take a good offering. I, look, I want you to give an offering, you know, many of us can give $200, $300, $500, even 1000 You can sow a seed. I'm not asking you to give. I don't need $1,000. It will not change anything in my life. I don't need your $100 or $200 for anything. I'm, I'm being honest with you. It will not do anything to my life. I mean, I'm, I'm that blessed. Your $100 will not change much in my life. What can I buy with $100, by the way? I think I can buy a pair of shoes. But I already have shoes. This is the point. I already have one pair of shoes. And I don't need a shoe. If you, if you give me a pair of shoes, all of you give me a pair. I, I will just dash them. I, can't, I don't even have space. I don't have any luggage. It's just what I carry in my hand. I don't have anything. And I don't need the shoes. So I'm asking you to give to help evangelism. This is all. Are you angry with me because of that? Yeah. So $100, $200. Let's stop this $5, $10. It's not going to be a blessing to you. When you're so stingy when it comes to God. This is when to open your heart. How often do we have a camp? And I wouldn't have come here. Even when I was coming to Adelaide, I wasn't coming to Sydney. I was flying from Adelaide straight. Then I said, oh, you know, to come all the way there, and I'm going to come to Sydney, let me at least have a little camp. So, try to show appreciation and give generously. Because you can afford to give $200, 300 400 500 You can. I said, what is this? $10. Take 5 $2, $1. How much is McDonald's even? How much is McDonald's now? Eight dollars for a meal. Yeah. If 
you give hundred dollars, we can only get ten meals. For one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of us only can have McDonald's with hundred dollars. It's not much. Ten McDonald's, Big Macs, ten Big Macs and ten cooks. Is, is it a is it a large thing that you've given? And why is it that when we are taking this, like we are extracting blood for blood transfusion? Mercy. So I want us to give a very, very good offering. Let's pray by your offering. Father, we thank you as we give this offering in Jesus' name. Amen. Ashes receive. If they don't have cash, they should write it what? On a sheet of paper and put it where? Name and amount. But why doesn't she just come to swipe it now? It takes some time. I see. That's how you do it here. Okay. Write it. Ashes. As soon as we finish, you just go and swipe. So, Rebecca, come with your swiping. It's not here. It's right here. Okay. Anybody who wants to give, should go to the back. Or is that the idea? Please come to, go to Rebecca and swipe your card now. Try to give a good offering. Amen. Something that will make some kind of an impact. It's for healing. It's, it's both. It's, uh, this, it was whatever we get, we we'll put it all together. Even the ticket. What on it does? I've already bought my ticket, please. How many know that I already have a ticket? I mean, could you think I'm depending on this offering to get my ticket? Come on, grow up. I mean, how can I check in uh, uh, this morning if I was depending on this offering for the ticket? I'm stuck in Australia. I already have a ticket. It's just a way of showing you what you are helping to support. So whatever you give towards ticket or the healing Jesus crusade, it's all going to healing Jesus crusade. Amen. Alright? It's all going to go towards healing Jesus crusade. Amen? Are you excited about that? Are you happy about that? Amen. Alright. But we are go- I'm going to count the offering to see. Because the last time when I came, you gave a good offering and it encouraged me that you appreciated. And I'm sure that helped for me to come again, although I didn't remember that when I was deciding. But I'm sure it was God himself remembered and made it happen that I should come for the camp. Amen. Amen. How many think it's a good thing that I came for the camp? Yeah. So, everybody must make sure you swipe. Try to, if all of you give a hundred dollars, that will give us about an amount. And if you give another hundred dollars, everybody, that will also be some, a seed. Plant a seed. Lord, I'm believing you for a blessing. Here you are, Lord. And just trust God. I got my money, I got it. No, it's a time to sow. Tomorrow we, I'll not be around. There's nothing like that. You just carry on doing whatever you are doing. Amen. Tomorrow by now, I hope I'm somewhere far away. Over the ocean or I don't know where. What time is it? Yeah. I should be somewhere in the air. And I will not be here say, give hundred, whatever. One day if you hear that I'm dead, you will say, hey, I wanted to give. And he's not going to come back and ask. And you give a hundred and it's only a hundred dollars. Now you want to come for my funeral. 
and pay $3,000 for ticket to come. Then I'm standing here, I said, give $100. And that was as if I'm pulling out your wisdom tooth. <laughs> hey! How many realize that sometimes we are so fantastic in our behavior? Huh? Alright. Let's pray about the offering. Gentlemen, have you finished with the offering? Come. Father, we thank you for the great blessing and opportunity that we have to give in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. My darling, what time is the supper over? Lunch. It starts at 12.30. Same place. What are we having for lunch? You are not aware. Beef, lamb, fish, chicken, chicken without feathers, cows without lips, cow lips, tongues and ears. What are we eating today? Mercy. Lord, save us from anything bad. And bless our food in Jesus' name. Amen. Alright. I'm giving you one hour, 15 minutes. So that is quarter to one. It's now going to be one and then two o'clock. Please, you know many of you don't come at the time. I was awake before 5 a.m. Those who are next door to me, I'm sure you heard music. In my room. I was awake. Waiting for you. Then I, I, I said. Are they ready? They are not yet there. I was waiting, waiting, waiting. So please. Two o'clock I'll be ready and waiting. And you see some of you will be strolling. coming. No. The time is getting closer and closer to check in. So even if I don't want to go. I got to go. I got to go. I hope you understand what I'm saying. So let's make the most of the time. You know. Tomorrow, or just as soon as we finish, you can rest, you can do whatever. So let's just be serious and try to finish the camp. Because I've got a lot of things I want to share. And maybe your blessing is in the next session. And maybe the session which will be cut off because you delay will be the one that you really needed most. So let's make sure we have all the sessions. So 2 o'clock sharp, we start again. Amen? Alright. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, of his fullness. I have received. Amen. All right. God bless you.